Well, I don't feel like I'm a part of the everyday American society, and I don't want to be, let me tell you. Okay? I do my damnedest to tear it down. A governor's task force has determined that punk rockers are society's new subversives and must be treated as such. Taxation is theft. Oh! God damn it, motherfucker! We're talking peace, love, and honor. FBI is feeling the heat. Your own conscience, your own morality, your own decision, your own self. You alone can do it. There is no authority but yourself. The BR Hates Fed Show. Welcome to the Rice Fields, motherfuckers. Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> or uh, whatever it is we say. I'm BR and I hate Feds, and today we're going to be having a little bit of a special episode. Uh, you might realize I sound slightly different than normal, or slightly different than I have recently, rather. Um, today we're going to celebrate the 30th episode of this podcast, and... This podcast, thank you to the to the listeners who have, you know, broken away and enjoyed the extra on-the-side content I do from the e-militia. Uh, just listen to me ramble to myself and with a few friends here and there, a few um, new acquaintances. We've been doing this once a week. I haven't missed a week yet, and um, maybe I've been a day late here and there, or like a day or two late here and there, but so far we've done 30 weeks in a row. That's seven and a half months straight. Um, and we started, I believe the first episode was about Biden's inauguration. So it's kind of, um, it's been cool to go into the new year with something and keep up with it, you know, week by week. Maybe maybe it was like two weeks or something into the uh, year. But still, to have done it kind of nice and neatly really suits my OCD. So, um... Today, we're going to... Be, I want to do something kind of special for the 30th, just because double digits and I, I guess I'm autistic or something. Um, but, yeah, uh, coincidentally, this week I start a new gig. I'm back working in the firearms industry. While I was while I was job hunting, there's always the worry of the drug test, you got to pass it, some places are really strict about it, blah, 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 blah. Um, I guess I ended up not needing to do one. But I'm back to working in the firearms industry. And some people would be, like, freaking out, like, that's not something you should talk about, you know? And, um, it's, but it's something I'm passionate about. It's something that I'm very passionate about as a, an individual cause. The, just the fucking nonsense of serving time for enjoying something that's much less dangerous than alcohol. Which is perfectly legal to, to drink alcohol and own firearms. You know, I, not that... I don't think, um, out, you know, you should outlaw booze and owning guns. Uh, there should be no laws and such things. It should be, you know, no victim, no crime. Just enjoying a substance and owning firearms should not be a crime. It's, it's only when you're putting others at risk or harming others, really. So, 
Yeah, um, it's a, it's a big topic, and it's it's something that I kind of touch on a lot, but I never really address head on, you know. So for our thirtieth episode, I thought we would kind of have a four twenty special, especially uh, as we're coming up to the E Militia's sixty ninth. So of course we had to do a sixty nine four twenty thing, um, and I want to hype up that episode because it's gonna be a lot of fun. We're just gonna do dumb shit because one of you guys were like oh it's episode 69 we're like why yes it is fellow autist let's have some fun so uh yeah i've um i can smoke again now and uh you know i'd probably get in trouble if you know someone were to dox me or someone from work was to hear this or whatever um but i would defend my case honestly you know i'm i'm not really afraid of confronting that in real life i'm a very fucking safe person with firearms and i'm a responsible you know weed and alcohol enjoyer even though you know like we we, we can we will have our stories and shit enjoying it but um you know i i don't get in trouble i fucking enjoy a substance to unwind i'm very safe never put any anyone else at risk um so you know like and sure, you know, there's controversy with legality of, of being a gun owner and a weed smoker, but it's it's ridiculous. We need to, uh, we do need to speak about this stuff, and, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to go to jail over it, but I'm, of any cause, I would be proud to do fucking time uh, over, over this, this issue. Like, weed smokers are the least... <laughs> the fucking least dangerous people on the planet. Yeah, I've had a few tokes right now. I I couldn't imagine fucking punching someone or being a- aggressive, in in any way. Like in unless I unless I was aggressed against, and it was defensive. And uh, well, if I both indica and sativa, I don't know which I'd be better on. But <laughs> not that I, you know, I I go shooting high. I really I really honestly don't. Um, but I bet I could fucking nail a target right now. Uh, just because it helps with my concentration. Because I'm, I'm pretty scatterbrained, you know? I'm, I've had a, a serious brain injury from a... Some of you might not know, some, some of the people who are newer. Um, but I used to talk about it on the original account, Bloody Revolutions, way back when. Fucking three years ago now, people. Madness. But, um... <clears throat> yeah, I was, uh... I was randomly assaulted sucker punched by some cunt, some just psycho-aggressive cunt, because Britain does not work, you're just not safe there, uh, and I, I got a serious concussion from it, and I've had massive, like, it, it does feel like a disability a lot of the time, um, my memory is seriously impaired, I, the, the first maybe six months, um, after it happened, I couldn't remember some of my closest friends' names. I'd just go blank for, like, for, like, an hour. I just would look at them and be like, that guy. And it'd be, be a really fucking close friend, someone I've known since I was five. So, yeah, like, this, it sharpens me up. It, like, as, as funny as it sounds, you know, like, stoners, you smoke and you're all fucking jelly-brained and shit, but it sharpens me up. I, my memory's better. And, uh, <clears throat> I don't know, it, it's, it's so silly to me that you can do fucking hard, mean, aggressive time for being a weed smoker and a gun owner, but at the same time, you know, you can, you can drink a gallon of vodka a night and be fine, you know, having a, a safe full of whatever you want, and again, not to say that, oh, we should criminalize that instead, but 
it's just the the thought process because you know this is a drug and that's a drink and there's just it's it, it's obvious you know like you can see how fucked our justice system is and and who who would benefit i'm not gonna go into one of those fucking runs <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna smoke this we're gonna talk about some some weed related stuff and we're gonna have a good time it's gonna be good vibes good vibe listening I haven't gotten to be like this in a minute. I'm... I think I've needed medical marijuana for a long time. Because it... I'm just like a, a happier person on it. I've I've had depression in the past. It helps with that. I've had anxiety in the past. It's helped with that. I've had... Um, not to fucking, you know, list my, my mental illnesses like a fucking Tumblr account or a, a lefty Twitter. But, um, you know, I think we all... We all have a little bit of depression, anxiety and stuff in our lives, especially if we're more loner types in our ideology or more introverted. You know, you, you think more, and and thinking hurts, man. <laughs> anyway, got a few, I don't know, like a, this, you know, like some topics I want I want to cover, like uh, firearms and marijuana, you know, kind of where they cross over and why I'm such so passionate about the issue and why I think more people need to speak out on it. And then I've got some questions to answer from you guys. My my Q&A is being so fucky right now. Like I can see in my notifications it's I I can see your questions as you answer them, but then when I go to actual Q&A thing, it's only displaying one. So hopefully my account's not already being fucked with. Um if not, for those of you who don't know, you can now find me at www.beer... Uh, fuck, I already fucked up. Whether I'm banned or not on Twitter, Instagram, whatever it might be, you'll still be able to find me at theanarch.substack.com. That's kind of my new... <clears throat> it's my new landing page, my new home, um, where you'll always be able to find me. And I know I've been you know, like, plugging that a lot, but it's because I've been banned a lot, and so, you'll always be able to find me there, Substack, Substack seems pretty good about censorship, I'm not 100% on that, but I mean, Nblock Lee's managed to stay up, uh, or the Nblock Press, rather, sorry, uh, has managed to stay up with his stuff, and, uh, yeah, I'm sure there's much, much, uh, much bigger edge lords than us, so, they they seem like Christ. I, I'm sure that some of the schizo blogs out there are something else. Yeah, so I've got a few stories I want to tell. First off, I I don't know if I'm gonna sound retarded or not because I made a fatal fucking error. Um, so as some, most of you know, uh, I burnt myself up pretty fucking good a couple weeks ago now, and um, I've only just been able to unwrap my burns, they're still, like, open wounds, but, like, I'm just letting them, I'm just moisturizing them and letting them heal up instead of, uh, you know, wraps getting caught in them, fucking all that grossness, and it's, it's gonna get really gross for a second, but, uh, you know, grin and bear it, we're all friends here, punk rock and that, uh, <laughs> um, so, it, you know, they were second degree burns, they were pretty fucking serious, and as careful as I fucking was, when these things, um, ballooned up with, bleh, like, uh, like, sacks of fluid and shit on the, the heaviest parts of the burn, 
Um, I popped him in my fucking sleep, which sucks. And uh, so it meant everything healing and like scabbing took a fucking age for a second. I mean, I heal pretty quick. Um, but, you know, even for me, this was like a pretty fucking slow process. And I've had to treat it like just healing up tattoos. That's the best way I can describe like getting better from... Um, I don't want to say a minor burn, because the second degree was pretty fucking serious, but I did it all at home with, you know, first aid and my own fucking knowledge. Um, it's not too hard to do. You don't have to go to a hospital unless it's, like, bigger than the size of your hand is the general kind of guideline. Mine were pretty pretty fucking big. It was, like, a lot of my right hand, my right foot, all, over, all down my fucking legs. I even got some on my scalp. Fucking sucked. So, yeah, I, I popped this fucking thing. It was taking ages to scab and then I couldn't smoke for most of this because I was on I was on the job hunt still. I was still uh, waiting to, you know, find a new thing to do, and then uh, and then do the fucking drug test. So I was like in immense pain, and I I couldn't smoke. It was fucking miserable. Ah, oh, man, man, oh man, that fucking sucked. I could I I was smoking like at first when I got the burns because I fucking had to, but. Then a, a little bit of the way into it, um, I had to, I had to pause because some prospects were coming up, and um, and then I didn't actually have to test in the end anyway. So happy ending, but goddamn it, you know. Um, so anyway, I uh, I recently discovered this this uh, burn relief spray that has lidocaine in it. And it's like a external <laughs> analgesic, I think. Uh, it's a cooling continuous spray, and it goes on, and it like I'll go from limping to I'll spray it on, and I'll be able to walk like normal. So it's pretty fucking good stuff. It like numbs and soothes. It's fucking perfect. Really lightweight as well. So it's worth considering if you're dealing with you know, say you're a firefighter fighting like brush fires and stuff. It, this stuff is fucking essential for a first aid kit out there. Um, and, you know, if you're camping, you know, or dealing with any kind of hot, say you're protesting and hot canisters are being thrown at you, you never know when some dipshit is going to go with their bare hand and grab a fucking gas canister to chuck or whatever. If you're, you know, doing protest of first aid, like, um, the field doc, uh, our good friend, you know, aka Dr. Boogaloo from back in the day, uh, as well as a number of others were out there doing first aid throughout the summer of joy <laughs> of 2020 and, and uh, you know, various other events. So, um, that stuff will really make someone's fucking day out in the field. If you've got, you know, a cold compressor and nothing else, uh, that's going to do a lot for them. So, um, yeah, worth worth having if you have the room in your, in your kit, you know, and, and it's a possibility. It's more like a situational thing. But anyway... So, I, I've got this stuff all over my burns, and I have, again, this is, what, this is the gross part, um, my skin's fucking peeling, like, all the dead skin that was just really fucking damaged, and revealing, you know, the, the new layer of skin underneath, and, uh, I've, I've had a lot of immobility with my hand just because of the way the skin's been sitting, so I've been taking medical shears to it as it's, you know, truly dead cutting off the excess just to make life better for myself and to help it uh, clean up and heal quicker. And so this stuff was all over my hand uh, tonight. Oh, sounds like my girlfriend's about to join me.
Hey, how's it going guys? I just want to take a quick second to answer a question I get quite a bit these days. So a lot of people ask me, BR, how can I support what you do, your shows, and all that good stuff? The best way to do that is to check out my lifestyle brand, Liberty Punk Inc. Covering all of your niche political shirts, stickers, and flags needs. Everything from slaps that are weatherproof, can go on your car, go on your hydro flask, all that good stuff. To full-sized flags, you can fly outside your house, fly at rallies, present something a little bit different. Our Peace, Autonomy, and Liberty, or our Anarcho Betsy flag are always popular. We have a whole ton of clothing options too, of course, and you can stop wearing all that grunt-style shit and start wearing something that truly shows off your belief in actual liberty. Best way to find all that is to search Liberty Punk Inc. online, or you can go directly to spiritofresistance.com, find the Liberty Punk Inc. collection, or you can follow the link in the description of any of my solo show videos and find my store that way. Every purchase supports me and what I do, Spirit Resistance, and we have a part for Liberty Community Issues. If you pick something up, feel free to tag me. Thanks for all your support, guys. Let's get back to the show. Hello. <laughs> Sorry, I was blowing out a puff of smoke. I, I think that's how you come on the show every single time. <laughs> like, hello. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah. So we have a we have a joint each right now because we're we're celebrating the 420 episode. <laughs> and I was about to tell a fucking true story that happened moments ago. So I got home and uh, you were leaving to run an errand, and I decided to decide to smoke because I'm like celebrating and stuff mm-hmm. unfortunately I was also just I was also sharing how I have this lidocaine spray all over myself right now <laughs> and uh, oh no I was getting something really fucking gross so like uh, I don't have medical shears that can really help my fucking skin right now that's mm-hmm. coming off and it was just really fucking bugging me. I had this, like, disgusting little flap, and I could feel it every time I moved my hand, and I was just sick of it. So I was like, you know what? We're all animals. And I fucking bit it off. You bit it off? Like, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's okay. Pretty gross. I mean... The mouth's, like, the most disgusting part of the human body. What did body. you do with it after? You just spit it out? Spit it out. Good for you. Disgusting. Mm-hmm. I'm not fucking gold member. Yeah, no. We don't want that. Shave me from my shelf. We'll but save that one for later. It, like, but the, the thing... <laughs> the, yeah, shave that one for later. Um, <laughs> That's a good one. Fucking Dutch. Uh, <laughs> I can't do a Dutch accent. But it's just, just weird. I don't know why they no, fucking speak... Not, I, I, I'm too fucked up right now. I'm, I'm usually okay at Dutch. Oh, okay. I'm too fucked up. I'm, like, just smiling. My, my I bet if you heard it once, you would be able to do it. Yeah. Ah, oh, been to Amsterdam twice. We're going a third time. But anyway, so... Hopefully sometime soon. Yeah. Up to. So I bit this fucking skin off, and it has lidocaine spray all over it. Ah. Uh, so, but... What does that taste like? Well, that's not the thing. Okay. At the same time, I just lit the smoke up, and you've been, like... We usually smoke sativa, but you've been going back to indica now. And so I smoke this and do this at the same time, and... Like, I could feel it in my face. I could definitely feel, like, the... You know, I smoked, and I, was, I felt it in my face, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it was strong for me, because like, after my tolerance break, or my forced tolerance, and, um... But at the same time, I had this lidocaine... My lips started to go numb. I was like, I, that has not happened. Oh, no. That hasn't happened to me when I smoked before. <laughs> I like, maybe when I was a fucking teenager smoking awful British weed... Out of a bong, but, um, like, a, bo- <laughs> a bong made from a Mountain Dew bottle or something. Yikes. 
Yikes, indeed. But, um, hey, desperate times, man. Yeah, I guess so. You make it work. You kids, gotta do what you gotta do, man. Kids have no fucking class. I mean, I used, I used to use an apple... Um, what else did I use? I used a can before. My parents are using a beer can right now. Well, I, so my, my parents are fucking growing their own at the minute. <laughs> they're, they're better of agorists than I am, but... And, uh, I was like, well, what do you smoke out of? Like, do you have a... Because I, I knew they didn't have a grinder. I just fucking knew they didn't have a grinder or anything. <laughs> and, um... And my mom just sends me a picture of a beer can. I'm like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> and my, my mom's not like some hick. She she likes Versace and shit. Can you imagine your mom's just sitting down and Googling, like, <laughs> what can I smoke weed oh, out she, of? She knows. Home. She was like a, she was little. Oh, I'm sure she had to look something up. Like a goth hippie type. No, I know, but I'm sure she looked it up. I don't know. I, maybe it was from memory. Hmm. I got put it past her. No. And then my dad, after, like, a military career, smoking as well. And they're both... I could just imagine them in their, like, kind of... <laughs> just passing a fucking beer can between each other. And cracking up. Like, feeling. the kids are out of the house and they're smoking out of a beer can. What the fuck? I think that's how it should be. And my dad was, like, doing a job, like, recently. Yeah. <laughs> maybe I gotta beep up. Maybe I gotta bleep that out. He was doing, like, a really... Um, he was in charge of a lot of people. And in the military, he was in charge of a lot of people. So, it's it's insane to me. And then, on top of that, they, so they, you know, I, I made fun of them, because I had to. Because I was like, Jesus Christ, you're too old to smoke out of a beer can. Um, they're not posh or anything, but they're civilized. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, they're not feral. And so, like, a few weeks later, my mom sends me a picture of my dad smoking a shisha. And... <laughs> this is a, a man who looks good in, in military uniform has this fucking black hoodie on who is like like going what's that with his fucking hands eyes shut firmly <laughs> probably glaring red <laughs> and he's got like the shisha mouthpiece or whatever in his yeah. hand it's my favorite fucking photo on my phone right now it's it's amazing <laughs> I need to fucking light this thing, huh? Um, You're behind, my friend. I am. Well, I'm. I'm ahead, actually. Well, I guess. All right, but I'm smoking my pen. So. Oh, well. Damn, I need to. Yeah, I need to catch up. So anyway, this lidocaine all over my lips. I was like, I. I was genuinely like, wow, this is some strong shit. I thought the indica you were smoking was just... And my tolerance had made it that powerful that my face was just... Like, fr I, I hit it with my lips. So, therefore, my lips was, like, the first point of contact. And they were, like, just... I thought, for a second, I had this moment of panic where I'm like, oh, my God, is my whole body going to slowly go numb? Like, from my lips spread to my face and then just, like, paralyze me, but from the top down. So I'm like a... <laughs> that would be... You just come home to me paralytic from smoking oh one indica joint. What, half an indica joint? Not even. No, it's not even indica, is it? No, it's not. <laughs> Sativa. Although, some, uh, an interesting fact, seeing as it's the 420 episode is, we are talking about this with our friend who works at dispensary the other day. Sativa and indica is essentially bullshit. Like, there, of course there is science to, you know, indica and sativa strains, but from what we know, and because of the drug war, it's so fucked, the various genuses and, like, 
um, crossbreeding of it, that indica sativa doesn't really mean much at all. It's more just like, oh, this one gives me a head high, or this one gives me a body high, and then we're like, oh, so it must be a sativa or an indica. But really, they're so fucked at this point, you're not describing a pure sativa or indica. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. See, I wouldn't have remembered any of that shit if I was sober. <laughs> Oop, fuck. Pull it out. Oh, you meant the, the joint I lit on fire. <laughs> Felt scorched. Oh, fuck it is. Looks kind of badass, even though I just burnt like 50 cents of weed. Oh, sad. So sad. Um, so anyway, I was about to tell a story that I'd already told before. I said at the start, I was like, I'm pretty sure I haven't told this one before. I had told it before last time my lady was on because I'm a mug. Eh. Um, <laughs> oh, should we? Uh, well, I'm going to do it anyway. And you can you can stop me if I go too far. But I'm coming out with an article inspired by our recent trip. Oh, God. <laughs> I've been doing a little bit better on the psychedelics recently. And I apologize for that. I feel so bad. But, um, we had, obviously, um, I'm all burnt the fuck up at the minute. I look like the invisible man meets Two-Face. <laughs> um, and, uh, but we, we had this camping trip planned for, like, fucking, feels like a year or something. Uh, with some friends that we, we haven't gone camping with before and, you know, are really close with and love. So we're like, fuck yeah, we'll do that. You know, in a beautiful part of the country, too. And so, uh... But I was all burnt up, and I wasn't burnt up fucking two weeks ago. So I was like, fuck yeah, camping. And then, fucked myself up, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna get infected and die. Uh, but, you know, we're not we're not morons. We can clean a wound, so we were taking care of it, you know, out there. And then... <laughs> um, and then we took acid. And then we took acid. And then... I died. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I'm coming out with an article called First Aid on Acid for the Anarch. And uh, the subheading is, I'm burnt, she's delusional, and no one's coming to help. And unfortunately, while I had a very good trip, even though I was, you know, fucked up from head to toe, uh, I, I saw this mirror world of like fabulous colors and trees and natural beauty <laughs> well and you so did you you know yeah like the first part of the day was really really lovely right it was yeah and then it all went downhill after the caterpillars came <laughs> it was still all right with the caterpillars. <clears throat> no really mm -mm. from there yep oh that's a that's a long way it, back like it was like a little tiny little oh that's what it was that just like spread Yes. Yeah. A wildfire. So I remember, yeah, we, we were down in this, like, uh, natural kind of swimming hole river kind of thing in this forest. And, uh, or wooded area, I guess it's not quite forest out, out here in the southwest. Mm. Yeah. That's, well, what yeah. else would you call it? I, a wooded area. I don't know. A stream with wooded area. Fuck it, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you, what, fuck it. What am I on about? But, um, the fuck was it? Oh, so we get down the... And uh, everyone's like enjoying themselves and shit, and then all of a sudden you're like, "Oh wow! Oh look at these little caterpillars! Or oh, oh look at this little caterpillar! Oh look at these caterpillars! Oh, they're 
everywhere. <laughs> and they were everywhere. Fucking everywhere. You, and they're not, not like, you know, little, like, bead-looking ones. They were, like, fuzzy with Furry spikes. Little, and like, yeah. They look like orange and, and yellow tennis ball Ugh. kind of color. Like, neon. Like, gross, man. Don't touch me. And then they were just dropping from the trees. They were just dropping from the trees. It was kind of... At one point, when I was in the river... I, it was so funny. I saw, like, I looked up and I saw, like, a caterpillar, like, crawl into the water. And then I saw one just, like... Yeah, we, we, like, watched, we watched it go and we're like, oh, look at that little thing. And then it was like, oh my god, that everywhere. Kind of slowly. No, but, like, I just had a moment with myself that I was, like, I just saw so many different ways these caterpillars were like just going with the flow of life like one just like crawled into the water and was like okay i guess i'm here now and one like fell from the tree and was like okay we're floating now and one like i don't know was crawling up a tree and like, <laughs> just, they were just at literally everywhere they had so many different lives it was crazy oh i'm fucking like itchy now just thinking about it god damn oh <laughs> But yeah, after that, then it was like... <clears throat> was the next thing my... I, I I get, like, the next big thing was kind of the wounds, right? Yeah. It was just so hot, and then there were people around that were... Oh, yeah. And then... <laughs> yeah, do, do, doing psychedelics in public is... Uh, not that, you know, but, like, walking out in front of everyone, like, Yeah, what's up, guys? But, you know, like, you, you just walk into, like, a nice little stream or something, and you're like, okay, just walk past nice people. And we had a designated driver. We, someone was like driving us around that was completely sober, yeah. just babysitting us, uh, or tripsing. But um, <laughs> yeah, so we had to walk past people like every now and then. These keep on fucking going out on me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess it's because I'm talking. But um, yeah, walking, just kind of going between in between people. You go from like really happy fucking you know, Beatles and shit in the background of your mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, all that, well, to Beatles everywhere. On everything. <laughs> <laughs> in your ears. Oh, God. <laughs> I was like, is it in my hair? Oh, God. I, I'm fucking, I'm fucking itchy. We'll get away from this. But so we get, we get back to the camp. And, uh, you know, I've been walking around on my fucking fresh wounds and, and using my hands all day like they're fine when I can't actually move them because the, the burn's still pretty fresh at this point. So I have to clean the fucking bandages now on acid, and we were like, "Ah, oh, fuck." Yeah. We knew that we knew we'd have to do it. We, I just didn't think it was gonna be that bad. No, 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 no. We thought it'd be like, "Oop, here we go." Ooh. It's just been a long time since I had two tabs. Yeah, that's what we did. Two ta- two tabs doing first aid. It's just been a long time since I did that, and I was like, "Oh yeah, like I can handle it. Like I'll be able to like you know sober it up." I could not get it together. I could not get it together, and then I just started doubting our like, our I just started doubting our judgment. I was like, "What do we get ourselves into?" We went to the middle of the woods. Right after you've burned yourself, you have <laughs> open wounds on your hands and your feet. We're, we're like adults. in the dirtiest place ever. Oh my lord! Not the dirtiest place. Ever. Well, actually, we actually, like, actually, oh. it was because we weren't like. Usually, we just camp out in the wilderness and shit. Yeah. But we were, like, our, our friends had booked this campsite, and it was, you know, like, a really beautiful place, really good access mm-hmm. to, like, a fucking fantastic part of the country, like I was saying, but 
it was a it was like a planned campsite and we don't do that and we happen to be right next to the bathroom guys man right next to the bathroom. while we're on acid which like honestly oh. the sm- like the smells and shit didn't fuck me up too it was probably oh, like oh they fucked me up yeah i know i i, I don't know I'm, I'm numb to that i come from a literal shithole I, I, plus I'm a country boy Shit doesn't phase me Literally But um, God uh, But so yeah we had to do first aid And all my wounds are pretty <clears throat> fresh And red and aggravated from walking on them And being and in the, the heat all day Like Yeah and, and like when they turn your skin like They were just like Oh it was nasty and there's dead skin all around It's just fucking, fucking grim and, uh, and so we're on acid just fucking staring at these wounds And to me, I don't know what you saw, if it was just like a, a bad vibe or if you got any visuals, but looking at my wounds, it was like looking at portals into hell. Yeah. Like, like blood would kind of like flow out of it in my mind, like, like wisps of air, like smoke. It was so fucking weird. It was, it was kind of cool, like looking back on it, it was pretty fucking metal. <laughs> but in the moment, I was just like, oh, fuck me, guys. I just like remember thinking I was like my hands are so fucking filthy like I'm not allowed to touch any of this but you, s- then- you, you see like <clears throat> first aid is once you get a little bit of first aid shit under your under your belt like you know the human body's complicated but procedure isn't which is kind of the cool thing about it like it means any dummy like myself can go from like you know being able to operate a firearm to looking after the human body because yeah. it's like common sense you know it's like because it's a system you know, you gotta, like, clear it of fucking debris, clean it, sterilize it, you know, wrap it with, um, something to, like, actually keep the shit out, and then something to secure that and protect that. So, it's like, you know, it's, it's proceed, and then when that gets dirty, like, six hours or so of activity, whatever it might be, more if you're, like, doing something really dirty, like, if we were hiking or something. Yeah. I mean, it, that would be a dumb idea, but if we had to, you know, if we're out in the woods or some shit, and we had to do it ourselves, you know, like, you need to do it more. And yeah. so you just, you gotta be able to just, it's a system, you know? So, like, I'm never really concerned about that stuff anymore, like, because, thank fuck, you know, it's it's good. I used to be, like, really, even when we first started dating, I was still learning a lot of first date. I've learned a lot recently, mm-hmm. you know, but... So even on acid, I was just like, we just had to do the thing, you know? It's like, it's kind of muscle memory. Yeah. But for you, you're like, oh, and you were already like, just a lot of stress and shit on your mind. I was just in, I was in a, in a spot. (laughs) But, um. Oh shit, what happened to my. (coughs) Did he fall in? He fell in. Oh, bud. He's not a roach yet. Come back, lad. Sorry, I had to grab a smoke while you were talking. Um. Ugh. I just like started doubting our judgment because we were so freaking excited for this trip. We were not going to let acid. anything. And the acid. We were not going to let anything get in the way. We were like, you're burnt. We are fucking going still. Remember yeah. I was like, it, we can totally cancel it. And you were like, we're going. And I was like, we're going. Okay. Yeah. I lo- Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're like worried about me. I'm like, or, or me being like, just going along to for your sake. And I was like, no, we're doing this. Yeah. And then when... I don't know. I just started doubting myself and judgment. And then after that, it was it was, all, it was all downhill. All of it. I literally lost my mind. I had a a 
drug-induced delusion. Which is which a side effect of a bad trip, which is why you have to be very mindful of when you choose a trip. Not just, like, when, in terms of availability, but when your, your mental health state's at. Yeah, it was not there. <laughs> I kind of knew it, but I just thought that I'd be able to, like, just forget about it. Well, plus we, we, we just found <clears throat> a new plug, and we were excited. Yeah. We might have, might have pre-came a little bit of that. Yeah. I definitely want to do it again, maybe into the new year. I need to wait a few months. I need to get my mind right. And until then, we'll smoke. Doing acid on New Year's is fucking fantastic. Yeah. It's a, it's a beautiful night for it. Mm-hmm. Especially when you have Mexican neighbors. Huh. Holy shit! God bless them. <laughs> um, what the fuck I are think we, we were on? on Molly. <laughs> were we? Mm-hmm. <sighs> Wild times, kids. Oh god. <laughs> I'm gonna listen to that in 15 years and cringe, oh. and then my kids will cringe. I'm cringing now. Good. I'm doing my job. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um. So we're talking about other drugs, but um, I want to talk about the how insane it is that you can you can get serious time for like owning guns and smoking weed. Hmm. Like, do you feel very aggressive right now? You think no. you, you think you you think you're <laughs> capable of fucking punching someone right now? Absolutely not. But like, here's the thing. I was saying this earlier. I feel like. I don't know. If someone punched me right now, I'd be so chill. <laughs> you'd, be like, you'd be like, dude, what the fuck? Like but, like, if, if someone came in here and, like, fucking <clears throat> grabbed you, I think I could grab my Glock and fucking lace them, no problem. But, like, like you know, like, that's sativa kind of attention. Mm-hmm. I feel like if I had to snap to it, I could. But because it's, like, I'm choosing to be relaxed, the, like, we kind of, or sativa at least, kind of enhances, you know? It's kind of like an enhancer, which is why, you know, it's good for, like, memory and all that kind of thing. But, like, not that we shoot high, but if we did, I think I'd be a better shot. I'm a good shot, but I could be a great shot with performance-enhancing drugs. I want to, I want (sighs) to, there is a future where there's a drug-fueled Olympics. Oh, yeah. There's absolutely a few. Our generation's gonna be like, "Fuck it!" Obviously, we <laughs> want to see this. Yeah. We we all t- we've all talked about it. <laughs> I want to see like a bunch of archers or a bunch of fucking riflemen like compete over fucking you know. All right, <laughs> oh, God. take that shot, and then they're like, yeah, they can be jacked up with fucking Elon Musk's Neuralink and on some Molly. <laughs> <laughs> seeing like six targets but they're like somehow they're like seeing god as well and and nail the fucking thing that would be entertaining they'd be like <laughs> they'd be like uh and here comes uh i don't know fucking random name uh why can't i think of the name here comes johnny cockless from alabama Cockless. usa cockless. it's unfortunate very uh very english name <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, but he's, he's a hell of a talent, especially when he's tripping fucking balls, <laughs> and you see the guy take the stand, and the announcers are all like, uh, alright, Johnny Cockless, he's he's coming up to take his shot, and, uh, oh, Johnny Cockless is on acid, Molly, he's, uh, had three puffs of sativa, by then we'll be able to measure, you know, like, tokes accurately. Mm. 
there'll be some kind of unit like Newtons, but for for toking. Mm-hmm. Hundred percent. We'll figure it out. That's our generation science. Call them tokens. Tokens sounds kind of crypto-y. Tokens. I've had three tokens. Okay, I, c- I can work with it. Yeah, like to- like tokens at uh, like an arcade or something. <laughs> it's just. But like. It's I just think about eating world. money, which sounds dangerous. Tokens. Tokens. You you living that token life? Oh God. You know that that's, that that does sound like some Zuma shit. To be fair. Yeah, that shit that shit's gonna get big. Watch out. Is it? There must, do you think there's? There must be like a vape pen where you can hit it and like you suck and then it stops at a certain point, right? That'd be a good way to measure it. Oh well, yeah. That that's already like. That must well, be a I thing, know right? It's a. It's not how much you're you're inhaling, but it's like a certain number of time, like a certain number of seconds. Yeah, but so you like can you can suck it like three seconds and then it stops. Like, after the three but if seconds. you suck like a little bit, and you feel like, you know, you're like you're gonna get get a little bit. But if you suck really hard, you know. Oh yeah. <laughs> like a golf ball through a through a uh, what the fuck do they say? Garden hose. Oh, Lord. <laughs> no, but like I, I'm, I'm, I'm dead serious. Like you can suck it like different hardnesses. <laughs> 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 Fuck it, that's a nice soundbite for someone. You can suck it at different hardnesses, um, and get different different hits. That's true. So like, but like, there must be a way to design a way like, you take I don't know you know point five seconds at any pressure you eventually just take a certain amount and then it, that's what you can have. Mm. That if that's, that must be a thing, some really posh vape or something. Because that'd be a good that. Or that'd be like a scientific way to do it. Yeah. So you could have like a unit of alcohol, a unit of THC in a hit. We'll figure out. There's smart, way fucking smart people than me doing that shit. Once they figure that out, though, then they can really start policing it. Ah, uh, fuck. That's very, very fucking relevant, my love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Because at the minute... Blood marijuana... <laughs> Al- what was it? Blood alcohol content? Yeah, blood, al- uh, yeah, blood alcohol content. <laughs> blood marijuana content. <laughs> they will, 100%. No, you're very right. Because um, at the minute, like a DUI with marijuana is fairly hard to prosecute from my understandings. I'm sure someone will comment, not anymore or something, but that that sounds... Especially if it's found in the car. It's hard if you're like, if you don't have anything on you, you know? Yeah. But... Well, yeah, I mean, you have guys, you know, cops, <laughs> fucking pigs, trying to put people in prison for, like, a roach on the floor or something, and successfully have before, you know, C- because there's no fucking way to measure it. I have a few questions, if you want to wrap up. Yeah. I have no idea what these people have asked. I haven't checked yet. Oh, I like this question. The white pill this week. Do you know what a white pill is? Mm-mm. So, you know, like, uh, the Matrix red and blue pill? Yeah. So, you know, blue pill meaning you just fucking go back to sleep, you ignore everything, and then red pill, you know, you wake up, you see everything for what it is. It's kind of like, you know, uh, politogram or political, political culture at the minute to say, or at least kind of in right-wing circles and libertarian anarchists to say, red pill to wake up. Although even communists say it, so it's kind of everyone, I guess. Hmm like internet slang for um waking up to 
the system's kind of bullshit. Okay. And then and then you have your opinion, you know. But then there's there's kind of a new thing where a white pill is like optimism and a black pill is some like a really pessimist thought like, oh I got black pill today, blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Or a white pill, you know. So last week uh someone asked for a white pill. Um and this week, uh white pill this week, so I like that to be a weekly thing. That's kind of nice. A little bit of optimism, because oddly I'm an optimist. As fucking dark as the stuff I cover is. <laughs> like, I feel so sorry for you, because, like, you'll just be exhausted. I'm just, I'll just tell you what's happening, and you're like, fucking hell. And I'm just like, yeah, that's the news today. <laughs> the, <laughs> some fucking awful shit. I'll be like, yeah, the world's fucked, babe. But, like, it's just a fact to me. Whereas you're like, yeah, it weighs on my heart a little bit. I feel so bad about that. No, I mean, I used to have a little motto. Is that what it is? A motto? Yeah. I don't know why that just sounded so weird. Um, but it's almost better to stay clueless sometimes. Not just in knowledge, but... Ignorance is bliss. It It really is sometimes. But I feel like you can't really do that anymore. <laughs> well, like, it's just kind of, it's it's dangerous to be, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Like, we're, we're in such a top-down society where, you know, if if the elite fucks something up, it's going to fucking impact you, like this COVID thing, you mm-hmm. know? It's, out, even out in the countryside, people's lives are being affected by it because we're so fucking dependent on everything and it's, and it's built that way. Yeah. Because it has to be, rather than being, you know, capable on your own and self-sustaining we're all plugged into each other and unfortunately it's for the worst yeah. knock one pillow and the whole fucking thing falls down so yeah but anyway white pills that's what we were trying to do <laughs> and that's what we were trying to do sorry gang that got a little Let's bit dark take the white pill um oh i saw something on twitter today that was pretty fucking good where's my where'd my phone go i'll be able to share this person she was talking about her work. They had a protest against mandatory vaccinations. So, you know, like, whatever the fuck you think of the vaccine. Um, obviously, I'm pretty fucking against and skeptical because of big farmer and shit. Uh, oh, so so workplaces are now kind of getting bullied socially and uh, politically, governmentally, to put uh, vaccine mandates in. And they're like, okay, well... You can't come into work anymore if you don't have a vaccine. You know, universities are doing it as well. And so uh, this woman's uh, workplace, somewhere in our community, uh, just need to find the tweet. Here it is. She, so, calling in sick today along with several thousand other employees today in protest of the mandate. Lol, they're fucked. <laughs> and it has uh, 908 likes so far, 12 hours ago from... Astrid, for anyone on Twitter who knows that, uh, at Astrid Alderleaf, um, so fucking thousands of employees Jeez. called in sick, oh. because, you know, according, according to their boss, they're sick, they're con- meant to be considered sick, right. if they don't have the fucking vaccine, and then, uh, I mean, there's so, there's so fucking much to say about that, mm. <laughs> and it's like, wow, yeah, it's, you know, it's so good for you. You have to you have to force it on people, at the point of like threatening how they pay their bills. So fucked. But um, so I asked, uh, how was that organized without the hammer coming down? Great stuff to hear. 
Uh, and she replied, we planned over Telegram on Friday, most, and we're recording on Monday, uh, most are union employees whose contract allows them to get away with quite a bit. So I guess unions did something good for once. Hmm. But, um, yeah, when, when the unions uh, support your ideology, you know, a little bit of brute force doesn't hurt, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, where the fuck was I going with that? <laughs> so, oh yeah, so that was meant to be a white pill. <laughs> because um, people are actually, you know, they're, they're standing up for themselves. I mean, there's no fucking way, like, a few thousand people not turning up to work isn't going to impact even, like, UPS or something, right. you know? Or, or, like, a, I mean, fuck those, a really big company like Cat or something. Mm. Um, they, they're going to have to be like, well, especially if they sustain it. Like, if they really have some balls and they could sustain it for a few days that would fucking crush them because the amount of money you lose when you know 20 people aren't at work you yeah. alone 200 2000 depending on the size of your company i mean the fucking impact and how valuable the the people who quits skills are yeah Whew. it's it's money and money is money fucking talks hurt them in their fucking wallet <laughs> the weeds put you out huh mm-hmm. <laughs> Lady BR out. Oh my god. I'm kidding. <laughs> you can go to sleep. I'm half kidding. I know. You can um, podcast me to sleep. Oh my lord. I hope I hope you're the only one. Oh yeah, no, this doesn't mean that I'm like falling asleep because I'm bored. I'm just falling asleep because it's late. Disclaimer. And I'm tired. <laughs> Thank you for that fucking sales pitch on my show. But serenade. Serenade the rest of us. Serenade Serenade. I'm going to serenade you with some absolute fucking nonsense. I mean, okay, so people put you on when they're having sex, apparently, sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Someone told me that. I think a few people have told me that. And, uh... I mean, your voice is very nice. Am I soothing? You have a soothing voice. Only when I'm high. When I'm angry. This is something I was talking about earlier. I have two very different identities. Mm-hmm. I am like an angry fucking tinfoil hat lunatic, or I'm a chill armed hippie. Yep. It, like, like I go from militant fucking like let's go in the woods now to like I'm just gonna just gonna stay and defend the farm, man. Mm. Shit. I guess. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I guess when I talk like this, it might be considered soothing. Soothing. <laughs> Soothing to them. <laughs> Am I soothing to you? <laughs> God, I sound like I fucking lost a chromosome there. <laughs> oh boy. Yo boy. Yo boy indeed. I told you. This is not the not the serenade you were looking for. I'm I'm liking it. Alright. Um let's answer I'm sure I'm not the only one. <laughs> let's answer some questions. Most people are probably listening at work or driving. So hopefully I'm loud enough over your engine. You can't just turn me up to cover up the fucking problems. Uh, I do it, but I know I'm wrong doing it. You have to take it to a shop. All right? Take your own advice. I know. Oh, fuck Also, I, I'm, not, I being I'm cool. not asleep. My eyes are just resting. You'll be asleep in a second. I'm going to comment. I'm sure. Just watch. I'm gonna you're gonna like you're gonna sleep to a podcast. Just you. It's watch. it's the the late night BR show. Ooh, I like that. Ooh. <laughs> it sounds like I got the chills. 
Um, <laughs> um, crazy how the Pirate Republic functioned better than my precious American government. Very true. They, uh, well, like I, like I fucking said earlier, money talks. Like, if there's mutual gain from from living amongst like-minded people, guess what? It fucking goes well. And it, you know, it doesn't matter what they're up to. That's that's like more a more a societal kind of um, viewpoint than a, you know, like governmental one, like or or moral one. Like, if people are like-minded, you know, if you find your tribe and you have mutual goals and stuff, it's gonna go fucking well. Mm-hmm. Which is why the idea of um, intentional i was gonna say i always called them like international or interracial my my brain my brain could not interracial interracial communities oh, oh my, my god. god someone's someone's put me on their fucking hit list now <laughs> this is someone's gonna be like throwing fucking um, definitely not definitely not what you meant yeah yeah absolutely don't mix the races very bad <laughs> <laughs> jesus christ oh God. Someone just tuned in right at that. I guess you can't yeah. really tune in, huh? You can't really tune. Well, if someone does manage to just tune into the middle of my podcast, they've really fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> like they, they are lost. Um, like what the fuck is this guy on about? Um, <laughs> I think he's a new Nazi. <laughs> oh fuck! But no, anyway, finding your tribe, like-minded people. That's why intentional communities are definitely the future. Someone was describing them as, like, a, an arc before the flood to me the other day. I'm like, oh, fuck, we really are that crazy, aren't we? Yeah. Build the cult before the flood. Do it on a hill. Do it on a hill. Or in the mountains is good, too. Uh, <laughs> let's find something completely different. Seriously want to start... Okay, this is not completely different, but we're all in the same mindset, which I like. Um, seriously want to start homesteading. Some good research. Some good resources. I was rewinding. Some good resources to learn and start. Um, so someone who is almost like 3,000 fucking episodes deep is the Survival Podcast by Jack Spearco. You you make me want to like do the BBC voice just because I know oh, you enjoy I don't it. I like it. You like it? Mm-hmm. Hmm. All right. I don't. Like, I hate the BBC, but they do have some damn fine voices. <laughs> they do. It's. I. I guess. I guess they just get the, the creme of the crop because it's. Uh, I don't know. Taxpayer money. Those cunts. You imagine auditioning for them. <laughs> I would. I would love to like hijack a rock show, like a one of the BBC rock channels or something, for like a day. Just manage to talk my way into it, mm-hmm. and then just say some insane shit live. Just for a day, or even two hours in my home county, oh I would be goodness. so satisfied. It would be fun. I, I bet I could do it. I'll, I'll weasel my way into it somehow. Let's, let's, fuck, now that's on my bucket list. That sounds like a lot of work, but I'm, I'm going to fucking... Throw down there. Can't take it off. Go, you're right, you're right. When I want something, I'll fucking get it. That sounds like a threat. <laughs> Jesus. Um, but yeah, so Jack Spurko... Jack Spierko, the survival podcast, he's almost 3,000 episodes deep, he does fucking everything, from, like, fermenting alcohol, homesteading, you know, your chicken coop, farming, um, livestock, plants, uh, hydroponics, I mean, Christ, I'm sure, him or someone in his circles, 
uh, would have information on damn near anything you could want. Very informational, man. Um, apart from that, the other person you can check out on Instagram would be... Did I fucking screenshot that? I swear I fucking screenshot that. Damaged my memory. I think his name is Future42000, which is kind of a lot, but <laughs> you're definitely asleep now. Mm. I knew it. Damn, I... I didn't hear the last minute. Neither did my audience. Oh. I'm I'm definitely fucking lullabying everyone right now. You made me do the BBC voice, goddammit. I'm usually more lively. <laughs> I'm on downers, not uppers. Uh, I'm never on uppers. That's not true. So, both of those are really good resources. Um, Definitely check, like, Agorist Circles uh, more than anything there always about um homesteading and that kind of oh um fuck the <laughs> insurgent knitting circle um with texas p and power watson i think a few others uh they're also homesteadery uh uncensored tactical i think i think he's going in the direction of that and also uh a podcast i've started to go on which is ah oh, fuck what's it what's it called intentional communities i think it's just called intentional communities i've the link is in my intentional communities episode uh to that show which i've been on a few times now um with jacob Lindsay and a few others agora bruin who uh are all interested in doing like a communal homesteading thing which i am too actually i already have a few friends i've been talking about with a about that with a lot um recently God, I'm lullabying myself. This weed is very strong. But yeah, have a few friends who... uh, (laughs) Very serious about doing it with uh, sometime, probably in the next few years. Um, Well, I say say very serious. It's it's like kind of the ideal situation, to be honest. Uh, We'll we'll see how things come out, of course, you know. But it, it it would be a nice outcome. So, uh, but yeah, check out those things. Oh, and then on the anarch.substack.com, we're going to have more and more homesteading stuff stuff in the future. Uh, Trigic Confucius might come and do a few articles for us. I know he's a listener. I'm going to put it out publicly so there's a little bit of a little bit of pressure in the air, buddy. Love you very much. Um, and then also uh, the state of Appalachia has, he just released his first article which uh, covered the Rogue Food Conference in Virginia, which is, again, oh, look up Rogue Food Conference and all of the people who speak at that. Um, So much information out there. Homesteading is just part of American culture. It's more American than apple pie, by far. And uh, there's lots of information out there. It's not just in our community. There's so many people who have been doing this for an age, uh, you know, from the most conservative... Amish, you know, secular, religious types to hippies. Everyone, you know, it's it's natural. It's how we really should be. But unfortunately, a lot of us, we get blindsided into thinking we have to pursue the urban life or whatever it might be. And we lose sight of what, uh, what simple happiness might, you know, really look like. Uh, let's do a few more questions because I am really fucking baked at this point. I think we went through... Yeah, we we smoked two joints. Jesus Christ. 
And this is the first smoke I've had in two weeks or so. Holy shit. What do you get to do for your new job? Um, well, I'm working in the firearms industry, as I was talking about. Um, and I'm, I'm doing design stuff. I'm, I'm a creative by nature. Uh, I do, like, advertising, marketing, that kind of thing. So I'm back to doing that. Um, couldn't be happier. Very good, uh, very good people I'm working with. Really nice environment. And uh, it's going to be a good job for me at this time in my career. So... Yeah, excited to be doing it. Uh, definitely not going to share the company, um, probably for a while, but um, probably yeah, years, uh, maybe maybe in the future. But um, for now, just because you know, out of respect for them and myself, you know, my own kind of uh, <laughs> security and such, going to keep that one close to the chest. But good company, uh, couldn't be happier to work for them. And, uh, yeah, happy to be working in the firearms industry again, getting to do something way more creative than last time, because previously I was working at a gun shop back in Britain. Really cool gun shop, I was doing some design work, but, yeah, it was, uh, I don't know, it was just a little, little bit more amateur, so, nice to be doing it at a higher level for, you know, decent money now. Big boy money. <laughs> Which is, you know, part of, the, part of the thing. Unfortunately, securing land is... A big part of homesteading so um and with that fair bit of money these days to do it right so it's you know that, that's kind of like a weird feeling for me i would much rather um homestead some public land that would be truly the ideological purest route to go but oh that's how you get way code trying to do things you know just Create that arc to ride out this fucking collapse. <laughs> Holy shit, a lot of energy here for me. I'm I'm glad I'm answering this one super fucking big because the energy here is so inv it's it's kind of my energy when I'm sober. So I, I can kind of respect this guy. Um how long do you think we have until these cunts try to put us in internment camps? Well, fucking look at the Aussies, man. They've always been like I used to say 10 years ahead in terms of tyranny, but these days they seem to be two weeks ahead. I mean, Christ, you have, uh, you have army patrol in the streets, um, cops, just police brutality is fucking A-OK -okay at the minute, like, even towards children. Children 12 and under, uh, that, there was a video of, uh, Australian officers, um, macing a bunch of 12-year-old girls because they weren't wearing masks, and 12-year-old girls and under don't need to wear masks in Australia. And they fucking mace them, and, like, I think their younger, like, 8-year-old brother. Fucking insane. They were, like, grabbing these little teenage girls. Officers not wearing masks, arresting and assaulting little girls for not wearing masks. It's fucking madness. And, you know, that kind of thing is happening in this country. Um, just depending on the state. So... Like, like, um, you know, state by state, not the government. It's it's happening in varying degrees due to various different uh, levels of, of fascism they're willing to enact. So, I mean, they're, they're putting them in camps in Australia now. They're building camps for them. That's how permanent they think this fucking thing's going to be. And, uh, it's, I mean, it's going to be made A-OK. -okay. You know, they're truly... They, they've watered down the word fascism so much now that when you're fucking looking it in the eye, 
and screaming about it it doesn't fucking matter so i i do i mean christ we it's gonna sound lefty to some of you but we do have internment camps in this country you know you try and cross into this place uh at the border and you end up just a fucking prisoner you know for like mistreated treated like a fucking animal you could be just fucking like you know driven out back 500 miles or some shit to back into mexico but they they detain them because they've committed the crime of trying to live a better life and you know fucking boohoo some of you all think but not comfortable with that situation and you know internment camps were not that fucking long ago and uh i mean christ we we have the uh highest rate of imprisonment in this country we're so desensitized to it people are yelling to you know arrest the unvaccinated and shit as the the media war kind of heightens up to sound really alex jonesy but that's the times we're in man man it's fucking freaky i i don't think it's gonna be long dude it's it's concerning i don't think it's gonna be every state i don't think it's gonna be able to be accomplished at at a federal level i think it could truly break up the country further not not a complete collapse or anything so um dramatic but it's definitely going to be like a turning point for secession to be talked about in a very serious way so but and and i do think internment camps or something you know by definition concentration camps they're not like necessarily extermination centers it's like a that's a broader um it's a broader term for like imprisoning uh large quantities of the population or something or like uh, specific groups of people i believe it is concentration camp um i don't remember the exact fucking definition but it's it's something to that degree so yeah it, it could happen man it very well could happen it's being talked about it's being popularized it's it's strange there's a bill in fucking congress uh where they're trying to put the unvaccinated on the no-fly list fucking bonkers like it, it sounds like conspiracy nonsense and it's just you can look it up on the congress website just fucking sitting there unashamedly god sorry i gave you a white pill earlier and now i'm giving you like a mouthful of black pills Oof. bad trip bad trip bad trip favorite strain of mary jane um so far let me i've got i've kept the container because it was my favorite um so far my absolute favorite was for profits and i believe that's dna genetics although it, it, it might be just like a further i don't know if it's like a particular brand strain or if it's a, a wider strain than that it probably is um yeah really really good for me really good for my creative side and recording as you as you guys might have noticed i'm i've got a bit more endurance today because usually i'm so fucking worn out and alcohol just doesn't relax me or inspire me the same way weed does. Weed kind of, you know, activates me in a way. So, able to relax and actually engage, unwind, and, you know, share something a little bit better instead of being all fucking wound up. And, you know, unfortunately, recording does feel like a chore sometimes, you know, like, and not, never is it like the whole way through. It's always like, just a little bit of it, and then I'll kind of get into a swing of it, and then I'll be a little bit tired, and I'll end earlier, and I'll feel a little bit guilty, because I like giving, you know, a decent hour or so, just shy of an hour, but um, when I crap out like 30, 40 minutes, I'm like, yeah, it's a bit weak, man, 
but yeah, weed allows me to unwind a kind of healthier level, and for profits is really good for that, as is whatever the fuck I'm smoking right now, we need to definitely get some more of this, or maybe it's just my tolerance break, everything's going to be wild. Thoughts on 80% lowers versus 3D printing. Um, 80% lowers being unfinished lowers for the uninitiated of AR-15s or you know, various other firearms at this point, like Glocks and such. Um, so you have like a just a chunk of metal, you need to drill a few holes, and then it'll be, it'll be able to work as a lower. But um, legally it's not a firearm yet. So lots of people buy those um, as an investment, you know, like fucking bars of gold, and I, I do think there's value in it, because, uh, I mean, currently, until, it, 3D printers are getting really fucking good, as are the designs, like, they're very reliable, to the point of, uh, thousands of rounds, um, 3D printed guns, that is, so, you know, you would be okay using 3D printed firearms in a very practical way, uh, if you had to, but, 80% lowers, you know, it's just, it's worth having, you know, it's worth having those spare parts that are machined and uh, are going to last, you know, tens of thousands of rounds, guaranteed, and uh, just, you know, saving you time creating new weapons and less that you have to replace, so, and it can be reused, you know, between weapon systems, so, just having metal parts is definitely, I think, if you have the means, if you have the money, or have a CNC machine or something, or some kind of background in that, um, producing spare parts is definitely a good investment, a good way to prep, if you have the space, the means, the money. There's other things to prioritize, but if you're, you know, it, it's very fucking respectable to prep in that way, and it has value in trading, you know, um, in a kind of full collapse situation. Safety would absolutely be a currency. <laughs> Ever done shrooms? One hell of a trip. Yes, I have. Uh, on um, Fun with Psychedelics, episode 8, I believe. I keep on saying that. I really hope that's number. Um, yeah, I, I talked about a few shroom trips, and I've done a few more since then. And people might think... Um, you know, shroom sounds really irresponsible, like this wild drug, but really, it's a, it, it's a spiritual, it's a very fucking spiritual thing, and I'm not a spiritual, spiritual guy, but it's self-guided therapy, and I think that's what all religion kind of is in a way, it's, uh, or, you know, therapy in some way, and, um, yeah, shrooms have helped me kind of access that chilled, self-analytical, but in a good way, kind of, what can I repair, what can I improve, um, yeah, I've, I've only ever had good trips, some people have bad, you know, some, they, they realize something that they might not have been conscious of, um, and, and sometimes, you know, even I'll, I'll go for a trip just to have, you know, fun, and, uh, and then I'll realize something that is more serious than I thought it was, I'll still have a good trip, but I'll be like, oh, fuck, I need to take care of that, and, can, it can even be pretty heavy, but ultimately it'll it'll be a good outcome for me, you know. So yeah, I I really enjoy shrooms. I think they're good for you, and they're very good for mental health. If you 
that you know you have to be the right kind of person you have to be in the right mindset the right environment um and with the right people and have the time for it because it, you know it's like a six eight hour thing um but yeah it can be very good for your mental health to kind of check in with yourself especially during these times where it's harder even if you need like a therapist or something it's hard to reach them half of them want to do it remote at this point um obviously you can get in person there's enough people who want the money it's a free market kind of kind of sort of i'm i'm not embarrassed <laughs> to say that i've done and enjoy shrooms and I, I do recommend them for for anyone who's i think if you're if you enjoy recreational drug taking even like alcohol i think shrooms are a fairly safe thing to do if you get them from a reliable person that you can even get them recreationally in colorado and i think california maybe uh amsterdam for sure um it's uh you know then then not dangerous if you do them right in a good environment um and like you don't even have to enjoy weed to enjoy shrooms i truly believe that bill burr is not like a weed guy or anything but recently he talked about trying them and helped him kind of realize a lot and it was it was good for him and he is not like a, a drug guy if you're if you're a fan of bill burr you know and uh, it's really cool to hear stuff like that and I, trust me i was i was so fucking anti-drug conservative boring uh <laughs> when i was a teenager and now i'm a fucking hippie and honestly like i think for the better i'm i mean christ i'm still making good money and i can yeah <laughs> i got my plate still i'm a i'm an armed hippie and and fucking proud all right let's wrap up could the ban on russian ammo imports lead to more ammo bans in the future absolutely um all it takes is them to set precedent with any kind of law any kind of regulation i mean nothing is so permanent as a temporary government action uh fantastic quote by who's he what's it who fucking knows winston churchill ronald mcdonald tinkerbell i don't know um <laughs> someone will someone fucking comment on the youtube uh who who fucking who fucking said that um but yeah like once once it's been done um i mean it's like oh yeah we, well we can do it again now it's just it's just a weapon it's weaponized politics as usual and uh ammo's gonna get a lot more expensive everyone's gonna be freaking out again just as we start to recover it's fucking disgusting uh it's and heartbreaking truly like there's so many people who need to be able to defend themselves right now and they're they're cutting the peasants off in the most gun-laden country in the world they they're managing to fuck up supplies artificially it's disgusting and so obvious you like to a lot of people i'll be on the the edgier you know in terms of the gun community i'm definitely one of the, one of the edgier in terms of their politics you know i'm a as pro-gun as they come and as anti-cop as they come and that's a lot of stomach for people but um and also as of recent kind of conspiratorial sounding i i realize that the, the world's getting so fucking crazy it's hard not to sound crazy along with it and i hate that but that's reality right now so um yeah i think it's i think it's gonna lead to more <laughs> unfortunately now is the time to invest in 
homemade ammunition. Definitely follow Alice Arms. Um, Phoenix Ammunition, I think... I think they've talked about projects like that. I don't want to fucking speak out my ass. Um, there's, there's a lot of good ammo manufacturers out there who, if something really fucking kicks off, if they start doing really weird shit, um, we have to support these guys and what they're doing because they have the means and the fucking will to, to do what's right if, if the situation gets really bad. And I think Atlas Arms and Phoenix Ammunition, if I'm not mistaken... Uh, might be doing a little bit of work together, uh, which could only be fucking good, because both of those people are fucking magnificent. Talk to both of them on the E-Militia podcast, so check those episodes out. Um, and yeah, I think, uh, I think we'll end it there, seeing as I'm whispering into the mic to, uh, so my lady can sleep. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it was it's it's so nice to smoke again i it's much better for you than alcohol in my opinion it does so much more for me i'm and you know what i'm gonna go into work tomorrow and if i went home tonight and i had you know three four whiskeys and i stayed up and watched some shit and i I maybe had some whiskey and cokes or whatever um i'm gonna go in tomorrow i'm gonna have puffy eyes i'm gonna look tired and i'll be worse for it you know like, you know, I want to, where, or I can come home and smoke a joint, smoke two joints, <laughs> and fucking swelling my face is going to be down, like any puffy eyes or any shit like that, um, my pain's gone, i fucking clear-headed, kind of refreshed, honestly, like, I, I'm a little bit extra tired in the morning, I'll admit, just because the THC is still in my body, but, um, you know, I'm relaxed, my muscles don't hurt or anything. It's kind of a not a bad way to wake up. Um, just getting the hot shower and kind of freshen up. But yeah, um, I'm gonna go in tomorrow. I'm gonna be better for it, better than drinking alcohol. So <sighs> it's nice to sound like this again. You know, I I get fucking loony without smoking. We did like maybe six or seven weeks without. So my apologies if I've sounded. <laughs> Like, I'm gonna fucking kick off, uh, FBI agent. I've been, I fucking tweeted at the, uh, I think Kansas City FBI the other day. Thank you, fucking Jay Stark, for retweeting something about them to ask him questions. You can do that, by the way. Ask FBI KC, hashtag ask FBI KC on Twitter. You can ask him questions, and apparently they're gonna answer on a live stream. Uh, and I, I think I'm one of the only ones who's done the hashtag so far so if everyone who listens to this on twitter could just fucking spam that hashtag with questions mine was uh i was asking them if they uh if (laughs) if they radicalize loners into being domestic terrorists to entrap them or if that's more just a fbi detroit thing you know because of the uh governor kidnapping and the before that the lonely girlfriendless jihadist that they talk to with a, a female account so um yeah feel free to spam that ask him some interesting questions uh ask him who killed fucking martin luther king jr hint it was them uh <laughs> it was proven i i said about this the other day 
um, how I wasn't 100% sure, you know, I, no, I can't say for certain personally about JFK, but I have strong feelings he was assassinated on purpose, you know, by uh, the CIA, obviously, on purpose, you know, accidentally assassinated someone. <laughs> but, um, but Martin Luther King Jr., I think his family proved it. Someone was saying to me after I said, oh, I'm not sure, um, but it's true, I, I, I fucking forgot about this. It was proven in civil court, and I think the government had to pay out to Martin Luther King's family because he was assassinated. But they couldn't prove it in like a legal way, in like a, you know, like a legally damning way, which is fucked. They, they were just paid off, you know, unfortunately they took what they could get. Um, someday they'll get real justice. I think there's, I think they're starting to kind of come out as this country falls apart. Um, a little bit too little, too late, you know. But, um, fuck. It got a little bit dark at the end. And I completely forgot what I was talking about. Fuck. Happy 420, guys. Uh, <laughs> even, it's not 420, obviously. Uh, but happy 420 a.m. Or p.m. Or middle of the day. Out for lunch. Smoke. <laughs> or late at night session. Whatever the fuck. Um. Thank you all for listening. 30 weeks so far. 30 episodes. Um, really enjoy doing this show. It's kind of my little my little journal, my little time capsule that I, I can do week by week. I can go back and listen and be like, what, what was happening in the world at this time? You know? So it's uh, it's cool to, to enjoy that ride with you in this wild time. The English is like a little bit more paced out and a little bit more topical. Whereas this is more current events, kind of um, week by week, so we can kind of, kind of get a little bit more nitty and gritty with the weird headlines and what's going on in the world uh, beyond the bullshit and the propaganda. So, yeah, thank you for listening. Share it with a friend if you haven't. Uh, I'd appreciate it. This the podcast is doing pretty well, but uh, email us is still beating us, and I wanna I wanna beat myself, which uh, yeah. You can quote me on that. I want to beat myself. Anyway. Thank you for listening, guys. And we'll see you next time.